It's a fabulous Friday here on The Drive. You know, The Drive is about how you move yourself forward. I believe you can't be a success until you make other people a success. And I'm so thankful for this time, wherever you are in the world, that we get to hang out and share a little motivation. Each week we bring on people, places, ideas, and organizations that help us shift our perspective, motivate us, and move us forward. And today is one of the most fabulous Fridays because I'm coming back to my roots. You may recall I started over on The Hand Network and a really fabulous mentor got me on the road to broadcasting. He's joining us live today to tell us about his life, what's going on with him, and move us forward with some of his aha moments. Rob Adams, the sports director down at WGCH, an old friend. Are you there, Rob? I am. I'm here. How are you, I am so good. So good to hear your voice. How have you been? What have you been doing? Well, I've been staying, you know, as busy as I can. Uh, I've been the sports director at WGCH for a long time. Even while I was at HAN, I still retain that title. So that's coming up on 20 years that I've been doing that. And uh, have started my own little uh, side internet uh, thing called Robcasting Radio, which I still kind of blush about every time I say that name, but we can talk about that a little bit more. Um, So, you know, I've I've been staying as busy as I can, but I'd like to be busier, too. Well, we all like to be busier. So down at WGCH, that's a local station covering what? Uh, The Fairfield County area? Yeah, it it really covers Greenwich first and foremost, but it covers, um, you know, Fairfield County, a little bit of Westchester County, um, you know, all, all kinds of stuff like that around that area. So, and it's it's a station that's existed since uh, September of 1964, and I got there in uh, early 1997, so I've been there a long time at this point. Well, you know what I love about you is that you have such an in-depth broadcasting background, and you're such a modest guy. You have uh, some experience at the local broadcasting school. Take us back, because you've been in this biz a long time, and people that maybe want to get into broadcasting, I want them to understand what it takes to get into it and kind of evolve with the trends in technology. But you got to take us back to the, the word go. Well, going back to the word go is going back to being a little kid and falling in love with the radio and uh, being completely fascinated by sports broadcasters. And then kind of that first aha moment was in the 1980s as I realized I'm not an athlete, so maybe I should become somebody who talks about athletes on the, <laughs> on the radio, on TV. So that was what kind of got me driven to be in this business to begin with. And I went to college and I, I got a degree. Uh, I got a, an associate's from two locals from a local school, Westchester Community College, and then my my uh, bachelor's from uh, Western Connecticut in Danbury, and I'm proud of all of that. But kind of my my next moment to really get into the business was a trade school, Connecticut School of Broadcasting, that I went to, uh, and I went to it at, a, at a, a a good time for me in my life because you know it was a bad time and that my dad had just passed not too far before. But I needed that kind of kick in the tail to jumpstart me as a student, and it rebuilt my confidence, and it put me in the right contacts, and away I, away I went with my first job as an overnight DJ on the weekend at a small radio station up in Putnam County, New York, and we went from there. Uh, I moved from there to Ridgefield, Connecticut, to a, a small AM station that went out of business, and I met friends there that said, come down to Greenwich. We can get you some stuff down there. And it's just one step after another where all of a sudden people said, oh, well, you 
reports, okay, we need a board operator, we could use a reporter, and you know, and the next thing I know, while it was pretty much always a part-time thing, I grabbed the title of sports director and started broadcasting all the high school games, and I've pretty much been doing it ever since. So how is the uh, broadcasting business, and we can focus on local, but I'm sure you have some national experiences because you ended up being a teacher at that broadcasting school that had some pretty famous graduates. How has the... I think like Howard Stern and a few others, like how has the industry evolved and what do you teach your students and sort of, so that they don't sort of sink and go under? Well, me being one of them. (laughs) It's evolved in that, um, ownership requirements have changed. So the deregulation of broadcasting has kind of hurt, certainly on the radio side, because it used to be a little more stringent. So that's one thing, um, but that's really at a more technical angle. From a broadcasting angle, the thing I always teach people, especially when they want to get into sports, is to keep themselves as diverse as possible. Don't say no to anything. And that's what I did at GCH. I walked in the door and I said, sure, I'll do sports. You need somebody to to be the board operator for your church service? I'm your guy. You need an engineer? I'm in. You need me to go to election night? I don't know the first thing about politics in this area, but I'll learn. And that's what I did. I just made myself so useful that they would always say, oh, wait a minute. Rob can do this. And that's what it became. And it's a passion. You know, you have to have the passion. That's another thing. You have to have, as we talk about, the drive. You have to have the drive to do this and stay in broadcasting. So it's kind of like an innate thing. You kind of have gravitated towards it. Now, for me, I know when I met you, we were doing a radio at first, which is kind of like the podcast we're doing now. And then we moved into video. And now I'm finding myself back at podcast, not necessarily radio, because I feel like learning formats and, and people are taking things on smaller, shorter doses and for us, just like radio, but even so with the podcast now, they can put it on their iPhone, any sort of mobile de- device, and take it in when they want. Now, of course, I hope they listen when we're live. But what I love about this new area of broadcasting is it can be centric to, as you said, be as diverse as possible or as, as focused as you want to be. And you can really build your audience in the little packets that suit you. Do you find that true with what you're doing with broadcasting? I think there's a certain uh, amount of truth to that. I have not really climbed into being a podcaster yet to do the short form. I should. Uh, I just haven't found that thing to get me into it yet. You know, there are so many podcasts out there about, you know, things like the New York Yankees, which I know quite a bit about, or or other things like that. So I haven't found that niche for me yet. Um, So what is is Rob Casting doing then? I must admit. What I I do on Rob Casting is... um, you know, play by, sports play-by-play has always been my first love and what really got me to want to be in this business early on. So what I began to see was that there were games that weren't getting covered. There were opportunities that I saw. And this isn't even really a money-making uh, uh, you know, thing that I'm doing with Rob Casting in reality. It's more of a, a concept that I've been playing with. You know, WGCH is a great radio station, but many times I get told if there aren't sponsors, we're not going to air the game. And ah. so that's where I stepped in and said, you know what, let me do this. Maybe there's an opportunity to show people that games can be broadcast again, and then we'll build. But we've got to build from the ground up. Right. So I've started doing local games, uh, even from my old high school in New York, just to have the joy of doing that. Uh, I've worked with the 
uh, Brunswick School in Greenwich. I've worked a little bit with Greenwich High School and some other places as well. There was a, a big uh, a baseball tournament in Connecticut that I covered last year. And I just did it. In a lot of cases, I did it for the pure love of it. And it just makes me happy. And then we see what opportunities come from it. Well, how do you, okay, I want to get into the technical aspects of how you would suggest someone get started like you did with me. But when you say I just did it for the love of it, like what does that mean? Like how do you fit that in your daily schedule? Often people will say to me, Denise, I don't know how you do all that you do and fit in all this other stuff. And I, I know you're that same kind of person. So from a time management point of view, how do you find time to do your passion work? Well, there are a few things going on, uh, to speak perfectly honestly. First of all, I have a wonderful relationship with uh, WGCH, and they are always of the belief that, you know, go cover these games. It can always be content that we could use later on, so we're always grateful for what you can give us. So that's the first thing. The next thing is there have been some changes that have left me in a little bit of a transitional phase in terms of real job, real money, all of that. So as I have this kind of downtime, I'm able to kind of work through some things and get to do what I want to do. So it, it's a little bit of happenstance right now, Denise. It's not a perfect system. Mm -hmm. uh, in a perfect system, maybe there's a, a, a better paying job and then I'm doing the games at night or on the weekend. But right now, that's not that situation. But what I'm hearing is you have tenacity, resiliency like an entrepreneur, whether you think you are one or not. And you also have like a positive side view. It's like, I'm going to make the best of what's going on. And I'm going to keep seeding my opportunities because I know down the road, something will come in my favor, which is really what the drive is all about, right? It's about putting it out there, keep moving forward, finding the opportunities and kind of taking the punches along the way because behind, because behind every perceived loss is something fabulous. Is that, am I reading you right? Um, is the you old are, Rob still here? You are right on the money. I have taken my fair share of punches for sure. I'm not saying any more or any less than anybody else. But I'll give you an example. Tomorrow, I, I didn't know where my day was going to take me. And my, non, my weekends that I'm away from my son, if I'm home, I can often go stir crazy. Well, tomorrow there's a baseball game right there in my hometown. And it was just the feeling of having coaches saying, we would love to have you out here and do this game. I said, well, you know. What's better than going to a baseball game, watching a, my, my high school against my old rival, and it beats sitting around the house. So, yeah, take the negative, make it positive, and go do something I love. So you're right. You're right on the money. And there is a certain level of entrepreneurial spirit, spirit in there, Denise. You're right about that as well. So now um, you helped me out significantly when I was starting, and I'm so thankful, and I'm so thankful to still even have you on the show. You had told me how to get my little podcast going. Do you want to share some like insider tips? If somebody's thinking, I want to do my own thing, but I'm not quite sure, where do I start? Like, and I might want to do radio. I might want to do talk podcast. I might want to go live stream video on YouTube. What would you, you say? What, what tips could you give? The opportunities are more abundant than ever. When I first began to stick my toe in it as a kid, and even into the 1990s, you had to go terrestrial radio. There was no other option. You had to have W dot 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 near your name or K dot 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 if you're west of the Mississippi. But the opportunities are better than ever now. If you, if you have some money, and granted there's a little bit of money that needs to be laid out to get yourself, whether it's a good microphone or a good mixer or whatever, 
plug that into your computer or even your iPhone. As you and I have both talked about being on uh, the app called Mixler, I can broadcast off my phone, my iPad, whatever it may be. So it takes a little bit of money, to be fair, but from there, it's just get yourself onto a service with a little bit of equipment and then start from there and just start talking. Start creating. That's the key. Start creating, make your mistakes, and then you'll find your audience. And I think, too, for me, what I've done is kind of promote and create my tribe, but sort of one show, one one guest at a time. And I've asked my guests, you know, show share my information on your social media, you know, if in fact you liked how it came out. And from that, with the right hashtags, it's kind of started to garner a little traction. But when you're in it, don't you feel like, geez, it's never really going to happen? And then I think as a creative person, tell me if you agree, sometimes Sometimes you're like, oh my God, they don't like my body of work or they don't like my piece of art or they don't like my book or they don't like what I'm saying and now they don't like my broadcast. So how do you combat some of those fears? Because you've been through it all to keep you're moving right. forward. You are so right. The demons are there on a daily basis. I don't know how many times I'm driving home and someone texts me and said, you know, you sounded great tonight. And I say to them, well, technically I sounded terribly and here's why. Um... I combat it by continuing to believe in the work, by continuing to say there is an audience, by not, you know, there are moments that I look and I say, oh my gosh, I have no audience. Literally nobody's listening tonight. <laughs> but I, I just fight through that and say, I have to stay dedicated to the integrity that I believe in and then the product that I believe in in the long run. So it comes down to a combination of those things. You have to have a certain level of belief. And believe me, no one's tougher than I am. I'm a pain in the neck when it comes to this. But you just have to stick with that. There's, uh, you know, it's that fortitude that you, you know, you have to drum up to really stay on top of all of this. So now, as you're moving forward with Rob casting and kind of, you know, reassessing your future as you go forward, where would you like to see Rob casting go in an ideal situation? I've had some ideas. Um, I love working with various schools. Uh, I, I would like to see that become a thing. But I, I think to have someone say, you know, we'd like you to be our broadcaster for this segment, um, that would be nice. To have a collection of schools say, you cover games here and there, that would all be nice. Uh, but, it, but look, I'm at a point in my life where if someone were, to, someone were to say to me, we have a, a, ni a nice little nine-to-five job that's going to pay your bills, and then on the side, I can go rob cast till my head falls off for various high schools, I can be kind of happy with that, too. I, I know my skill set. I'm comfortable with it. So I would just like to find a, a good fit right now for me. Sounds to me like you are the open-minded kind of guy that says, I'm doing it, and I'm willing to make any adjustments to move forward. But you love your craft. So it's not like I'm desperate and I'm leaving my craft. It's like I'm going to keep pursuing it and keep inviting in the possibilities. Which Absolutely. Is, which is truly everything that the drive is about. And I am, I'm so thankful that you gave me the time today to come on and share this journey. I actually miss having hanging out with you every single week. And I hope that as you continue to progress that you will come back on as a guest on the show and keep telling people what to do to move their dreams in podcasting, broadcasting forward, and just share your journey of where you and Sean are going. I would be happy to, and thank you for mentioning my son. He gets bigger all the time. I can't believe he's 16, but he's not driving 
Ava, neither. Thank God, not yet at least. All right, everybody, it's Denise here on The Drive. We we tape live. We, we put it out there on what we call Fabulous Friday. This show has been sponsored by R.D. Weiss, Sustainable Flooring and the Product Agent, putting great brands out in the shows that you see on TV every day. If you want more information about The Drive or the consulting that I offer, please visit denisedegrigley.com and connect with me on social. And how can we get a hold of you, Rob? You can get hold of me on, you can find me on Twitter at D-O-U-P-L-E-5 and also Robcasting Radio. Two good places to find me right there on Twitter and then we can start the conversation from there. All right, everybody. It's a fabulous Friday. Together, it's how you fuel your mind, your body, your spirit that creates the life you live. Fuel it well. Fuel it here on the drive. Thanks for tuning in and sharing. Have a great weekend, everyone.